Welcome back to the Fitness Efficient Podcast. Now, I know the last two episodes I've been talking about nutrition, but I feel very passionate about nutrition. And as I've mentioned in the previous episode, I overcame a laxative abuse disorder for that I had for a very long time. And so today's episode is still going to be revolving around around nutrition. But this is more so nutrition on a budget. We always hear the same I suppose the same story that healthy food is expensive. It's it's hard buying organic cuz it's pricey and people don't want to pay $3 for a tomato, which is all legitimate concerns, you know. But at the same time, I see it as an investment in my health. And when you invest into yourself, see, a lot of people think that investing into yourself is, you know, getting your nails done, hair done, buying yourself a nice whatever outfit. That that couldn't that could encompass that, right? That could encompass that. But let's talk about fueling your body the right way, right? The right the right ingredients you want to consume, you know, you want to fuel your body, you want your body to be strong and healthy. And I come from a socially marginalized area. I'm from New York, specifically the Bronx, where health is not much a concern, not necessarily. As of like, I guess what I'm trying to say is nutrition is not something that is prioritized where I'm from, where I'm at. It's... It's more secondary. You know, I think people in the Bronx in general, very general statement, people are just trying to eat to survive, to get by. Either that, you know, it's it's either a financial aspect of it. And I guess I'm going to talk about food politics a little bit on this episode. Because living in the Bronx has negative connotations. People like to think of uh, Bronx as a negative place, which is not. It's, it, it can be if you let it, if that's how you feel. But... um. For me, and this is where food deserts come into, and also just having the right education about nutrition. I think a lot of us, when we go to the supermarket, we don't think We don't think about what's going to fuel our bodies or where our food is coming from. We're, we're, and this, this is me as well, where 
you know, if I don't have a list, a food list of what I'm going to buy, it's going to turn into like me buying things that I don't need, like peanut butter. (laughs) But okay, so we're talking about food deserts, specifically where I'm at. Or people's interpretation of what health is, where I come from. And, you know, you can eat healthy on a budget. You know, not everything has to be organic. If you're on a budget... Buy things in bulk. You know, it's more affordable to buy things in bulk. Things that you know you're going to eat in bulk. As opposed to buying everything in smaller packages, which is going to consistently, you're going to be spending more. I personally like to buy in bulk especially the foods that I like. If I don't like something, I'm not going to buy it in bulk. But if it's something that's like a main staple for me, I'm going to buy it in bulk. And so there's this misconception about food, healthy food being expensive, right? But yet, We're spending money on other things that are more expensive than food, like clothes, like especially name brand clothes. Uh, How about that iPhone? How about like always getting the latest iPhone? You know, people buy what they want, what they see value in. And if you're saying that, Eating healthy is expensive, which to an extent it can be. But you're talking to somebody that does not live near a Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. My the closest Trader Joe's towards me, well, that's by me. Yeah, it's probably like forty five minutes to an hour away on public transportation. So I think. Mainstream media has made, you know, supermarkets like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and, you know, a lot of these organic markets make it seem eating healthy as something that's like privilege. And you being your best self, your healthiest self and reversing diseases that can be that can be reversed through proper nutrition and diet. That is your health. It's. It's something that's you can't put a price on. You can't put a price on your health. And I think people choose to, people have excuses, and people choose to believe that eating healthy is expensive. Which... I disagree with to an extent because I go to my local, I go to my local supermarket all the time and 
I don't buy organic. I buy what I can. And I think instead of saying that healthy food is expensive, you should try to at least invest into trying to eat a little bit healthier, trying to add more fruit to your diet. Simple things. It doesn't have to be over the top. This is where people get it wrong. It doesn't have to be... It doesn't have... You don't have to be an alkaline vegan that, you know... I'm not even going to get to specifics of that. But you don't have to be this health guru just to make a small impact or small change to your health is what I'm trying to say. People think that being healthy is so unattainable because it's so it's so hard. It's so hard to be healthy. And you know, it can be a little bit challenging especially if you have a family and they're used to eating a specific way and you eat a specific way. I've been in that situation and it can be it can be isolating, especially for me myself, I'm mostly plant-based. So it can be it can be a little bit isolating cuz not er- not like a lot of people eat animal products like they eat animal products and you're kind of be you're kind of you're you're going to be seen as an out as a weirdo as a not, not a weirdo but you know being mostly plant-based in the Bronx you definitely stand out cuz I don't know yeah I don't really know a lot of plant-based people in the Bronx especially that are coaches or nutrition coaches. But, um, and this is the same thing when people say that coaching is expensive, which at the same time, I can agree to that too. It can be. But I think at the same time, it's how, it's what you prioritize. If you don't see any value in, in fitness, you're going to think is expensive, whether you you have the money or not you don't see the value in it you're going to see it as expensive i've been in positions where i've paid a lot of money for coaching and it was too expensive it was too expensive right but i saw it as an investment to myself to my health And when you see the value in something, you're not going to see it as expensive because you're going to see the value in it. And I know a lot of people can't afford coaching, and that's okay. That's why I, I like posting free content on my social media on Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, you can follow me at Fitness Efficient. I'm on Instagram. And I create free fitness content on there. But um, the thing with politics and food, 
is that we don't think about the long term I guess when we're eat when we're eating when we're eating for enjoyment we don't really think about the long term consequences of that because we don't we're focusing on some on what tastes good i think a lot of our nutrition uh a lot of our nutrition behavior comes from what tastes good and what what doesn't taste good as opposed to what's good for your body and what your body is going to and what your body is asking you to and so with health and wellness with health and wellness it's gotten this reputation as being something that's too expensive, something unattainable, you know. And it doesn't have to be. Although if you want to scale to a specific level of performance, you know, Planet Fitness is only going to get you so far. But Planet Fitness, if you want to start your fitness journey, $10 a month or 26 whatever it is now, $26 a month, it can get you started on your health and wellness journey. I don't like saying fitness, specifically just fitness, because I think exercise goes way more than just counting reps. And it, the long-term effects of working out, and especially strength training, what it, how it strengthens your body, your bones, and changes your body composition... It's more than just working out. You know, I have clients that they tell me, oh, I want to be healthier so I could be more with my children. And it, and it's, and it has to sometimes get to that point for some people. It has to get to the point where, where you're saying, Damn, I can't even catch up. I can't even I can't even play with my kids without getting tired. Or I don't have enough energy to play with my kids. Sometimes it has to it has to affect your personal life for you to see the value in it. And I'm not going to sit here and argue about the value of fit of fitness and nutri- and having good nutrition. I'm not going to sit here and talk about that cuz I can talk about that all day. But You know, things like diabetes, high cholesterol, hypertension, these are all things that are, these are things that could be reversible through, through good nutrition and and fitness and working out, right? Being active. 
there's very there's many different ways to be active you don't have to you don't have to go to a gym specifically i mean ideally i would recommend for you to go to the gym ideally but if you can't if you ha- if you can do it at home if you have like whatever way you can get it in but hypertension cholesterol and diabetes these are things that that are reversible right You don't have to wait until you get diagnosed with one of those with one of those dis- diseases like like cholesterol, high cholesterol, diabetes, especially diabetes. So you don't have to wait until you're diagnosed to get started doing small things. It doesn't have to be attain. It doesn't have to be. It feels unattainable because there's so much information out in the fitness industry. There's a lot of bullshit out there. There's the there's like the next. There's always the next diet, the next fad diet. But a lot of those diets don't work. You have to take control of your health. And it can start small. It can start by just drinking more water. It doesn't have to, you know, we're going into a new year. And every year people have, um, every year people have New Year's resolutions, right? And why do these, these New Year's resolutions fail? What's the main one? The main one. Oh, I want to lose weight. It's usually it's around 10 pounds. Oh, I want to lose 10 to 20 pounds. And then they get so excited. They get so excited. And they're going to the gym. They're making all these changes. Which is great. But then what happens? They give up. They give up because it seems unattainable. And it seems like I'm rambling on here. But I just want you to see the value in your health. Because your health matters. You, You have value. And, you know, I've... I have family members that have amputated legs and through, because of diabetes and things that these like something that could be reversible. And I'm not saying that good nutrition and fitness can't cure everything because it can't it can't but it will greatly reduce your risk of diseases like diabetes. Diabetes is diabetes is no joke. And you know I did talk about binge eating in the previous episode. But we also have to take accountability. Like for example, my mom is 76 years old and she eats like a toddler. She eats like chicken nuggets 
and like any little finger foods she likes hot chocolate she she likes all the sugary stuff and she she's 76 years old and her what she tells me this is what she tells me i'm going to eat how i want because i'm going to die anyway and that is not how you should be living like you should not be basing your you know your nutrition decisions on well i'm going to die anyway might as well die of something might as or might as well die full like that breaks my heart when people say that it's like especially if you have if you have children if you have a family you want to be with your family for a long time right especially if you love your family but i digress i think one of the reasons new year's resolutions fail is because people are trying to reach too high too soon if you know that you get overwhelmed easily start by incorporating something small like drinking more water eating more fruit eating more vegetable more vegetables eating a little bit less processed foods less packaged stuff you know if you have time or if you have access to cook your own meals you know that'll be a good place to start you can start also by if you don't have access to the gym you can't afford a gym membership walk for 30 minutes walk for 30 minutes at least a day but whatever you do try to be active you know my mom's she's 76 and i always encourage her to go outside she does she does not want to go outside and it it kind of hurts me because she has osteoporosis and i know that strength training would definitely benefit her in being more active but like i said she has that mentality of oh i'm going to die anyway might as well die of something don't be like my mom don't be like that especially if you have children be a little bit more self-aware and this is why i always encourage food journaling because food journaling has helped me repair my relationship with food like it can be so easy for me to eat out of pleasure just to eat you know i'm having a bad day 
go to Dunkin' Donuts and get me a bagel with jelly and some iced coffee. Or I'm having a bad day. Let me get this, whatever, whatever. Eating, you know, still having that emotion attached to the food. Where, you know, making nutritional decisions based out of emotions is never a good thing. It's why I had a binge eating disorder for a long time. And I still struggle with binge eating. I'm just self-aware about it. So if you live in a socially marginalized area, if you live in an area where there's no Trader Joe's, no Whole Foods, none of those fancy, you know, markets start off with what is available towards like around you what's available around you do you have apples around you around your area are there fruits what vegetables are around you don't have to go all the way to a organic market ideally yeah because better quality but if that's if that's not where you're at financially and you want to make those changes You can make those changes. If the only thing you can afford is going to the supermarket to buy apples, if what's available to you is just apples, oranges, simple things like that that are not and are not even organic, I would say to start off there. I didn't start off eating organic and I still don't eat organic. Yeah, sometimes I might buy organic, but if I'm not able to, I'm not able to. And I don't think you should feel bad about it. I think you should invest into your health because you only have one body And you're only given one body and you have one chance at it to get it right. So instead of waiting for the new year to eat healthy, to start that fitness journey, start now and start small until the next episode.